Well, good morning, good morning. afternoon, and good evening to everyone at home. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Welcome to... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. Welcome to another episode of New House, Same Address. I'm your host, Justin Hearn, joined by Eric and Karis. One and only. Hello, welcome. How are we, how are we doing today? Um, it's Friday. So That's true. About that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What is, question of the day, what is the one thing that brought you, or what is one thing rather, not the one thing, but what's one thing that brought you the most joy this week? Mm. And for those watching at home, comment down below as yeah. well. Mm. Brought joy, not Chris, happiness. Quidmas. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's always fun to give gifts to your kids and see their reaction. Mm-hmm. That was just highlight probably of the week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of a cop out answer since it was the week of Christmas. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, well. Uh, so not Christmas. We can't. If we're gonna Christmas. say it's something that's not Christmas, because I can't mm-hmm. use Christmas now because you used it. Oh well, that's just self-serving then. Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> um, I, it brought me great joy to be schooled on how to uh, do our to improve our YouTube channel from my twelve-year-old. Mm. I'm not sure if it was joy or just flat-out laughter, but <laughs> it did make me laugh, and it's made me laugh all week. All the ways he was like, "You just don't know how to do anything." Mm. Okay, thank you for confirming what I already knew, but mm. that yeah. that did it. That's made me laugh a lot this week. Yeah. Nice. Well, if I can't pick Christmas, then uh, we had dinner with some friends last night. That's right. That was fun. That was fun. Oh, we've done very that cool. in months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Downtown Springdale. Casa Alejo. It's very good. Say what? Casa Alejo. Oh. Very good. Stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, if you're local, check it out. It's, uh, um, Mexican cuisine? Yeah. I gotcha. Very mm-hmm. cool. Very cool. Nice. And they're doing some improvements. It was obvious because you could some smell home the varnish. No, you could smell the varnish or the <laughs> mineral spirits or whatever they had used. It was pretty strong. Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking they did some improvements over the Christmas holiday. Okay. Yeah, it's a cute things. little place. It's got a little outdoor patio if the weather's nice. Um, we've eaten out there a couple of times um, during the fall and the summer, and it was it was really pleasant. Oh, yeah. nice. But last night it was too cold, so mm. we ate inside. I can imagine that. Yeah, I was down in the 30s for sure. So, What's one thing that's brought you joy this week? Oh, this week? Um, well, obviously there's Christmas, but... Can't use that um, one. I'm not going to use that one. I think... Um, hmm. Probably... Coming home Tuesday night... Um, okay. so, well, sorry, sorry. I was, uh, well, Where I normally, <laughs> I'm out and about. No, I was at, I was at my, um, in-laws in, uh, Branson, Missouri. So we came back Tuesday night and, um, we just decided, yeah, we're going to come back early, whatever. Well, we came back and, uh, the dogs were very happy to see us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool. We got everything unloaded and, um, just kind of organized. So I know their reaction, the dog's reaction, like all they did was sleep the entire day the next day mm. from how stressed they were from us being gone. Yeah. So that was pretty cool to see them just like relax. <clears throat> the other thing was my wife's uh, getting her hair cut. She was just like on a whim doing it. And I was like, go for it. Sure. I mean, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to think. Um, and she did it. And um, she 
turn it turned out to be really nice and she loved it so seeing her be happy with that that was pretty cool cool yeah, yeah. so uh i don't know if you meant it this way but am i hearing leaving the in-laws was what brought you joy or just <laughs> just, he can't just admit that on camera just going home i didn't really want to leave but at the same time i did i really enjoy being with them uh, but being home, like around the Christmas holiday with you know your family and stuff, it's just it just hits different, you know, in your own house. So yeah. I just I've grown to know that aspect and love that aspect more of just like being home. It's just way different now, you know, when you actually own one. So the older you get, the more that feeling <laughs> so it resides. Stronger stronger. Coming from the man that like, travels with his own pillow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do we really have to leave? Yeah, you really have to go out. Yeah, maybe okay. it's just me. I think it's just me. Maybe. No, it's, yeah. it's, well, it's definitely us because coming back to your own home and like walking in and seeing your things and sleeping in your bed again. Yes. <laughs> it's just nice that you just, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. relaxing. Your home should be like uh, Oasis. Yep. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons we're in business. Yep. People enjoy their home. Ex- <laughs> yeah. And speaking of, uh, the way we do that is through really good skills and tradesmen. So the topic of the day, mm-hmm. or one of the topics we should discuss is what makes, a master carpenter, mm. master. Uh, they don't have the title remodeler, but we're gonna say carpenter. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Craftsman. Craftsman. Mm-hmm. Um, wet space <laughs> maker. <laughs> what? Wet space <laughs> for the shower. Oh. oh. Yeah, you probably needed to find that. Cabinetry setter. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Woodworker. <laughs> we need to get a little. Cheat sheet on what you know, vocabulary yeah. of the business. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you have you know plumber, electrician. So. Yeah, they're all craftsmen. Yeah, they're, they're all trade. craftsmen yeah. and they're all trade. So we're just gonna say carpentry. So what, what makes just carpentry? Sorry. So what makes a good carpenter? Yeah, what makes someone who's you know I mean a lot of our work is I mean is focused around obviously the wet area, but. You know, installing it right is one big thing, but the detailed aspect of it, how it looks, we pride ourselves on high quality materials and then the way it actually looks is luxurious, high quality too. So that takes, you know, I would say into the more of the realm of the trim carpenter type feel. Someone who's really concerned with, yeah, the way it looks after it's all kind of put a bow on it. So yeah, Mm -hmm. what Uh, makes them good? What makes them so special? Well... Uh, one of the things is, um, I forget who said it this way, but a master or someone who's put at least 10,000 hours mm. in their craft. Uh, so if you think about it, that usually equates to about 10 years or less, mm. depending on how much you put into it. If you but work full-time or part-time. If you work full-time, you know, about 8 to 10 years. I guess. Right. Um, so, yeah, just doing it over and over again. Right. Um, Practice makes perfect. Does that uh, mean they never make mistakes? Of course not. They're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> By that point. No, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we all make mistakes. Um, but I think what separates a good craftsman or carpenter is just they're never happy with their performance. Like they're always pursuing that excellence. Mm. I can get better today than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Or how could I do this more efficiently to get this quality product even faster? Um, yep. So I think it's that it's a mindset we're always competing. Uh, I say we. Uh, they're always competing 
against themselves to do better. Mm. Uh, they're always trying to learn more, <clears throat> watch YouTube videos. Yeah. <clears throat> never uh, afraid to try something new if they see that it could, you know, make their product or uh -huh. the quality better for sure. Yeah, that's that's one of the things I was thinking about. Definitely someone who's um, interested in continuing their education or like someone who's constantly trying to get better for sure at whatever they're doing. Yeah. You can tell a difference uh, between someone just wanting to collect a paycheck and someone who takes pride in what they do and mm -hmm. not satisfied uh, by putting their name on it. Mm -hmm. I've even had guys turn down a project because they weren't sure they could uh, do a good enough job to put their name on it. Yeah. Or they were already working with pre-existing conditions that they knew was not going to be a favorable result. Right. Because hmm. pre-existing conditions do do change the outcome a lot of times. Yeah, I mean, if you walk into a house and the subfloor is like, you know, wavy, and they, the customer is expecting a flat floor, I mean, there's some limitations to everyone's skill and what you're working with. So yeah. you have to... Um, well, to get the floor perfectly flat, we would have to start over with your home. <laughs> like, tear down everything and start... And then yeah. it's not... It's not a feasible project at that point. Um, you dealt, we dealt with that a lot, dealing with like really old homes in mm -hmm. historic areas. That was a huge problem. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, some of that is character, you could say, I guess. But um, when you want certain design lines or grout lines to line up perfectly or be level, uh, it takes a <clears> lot of creativity and that i think that's another quality that sets them apart is they're creative mm -hmm. like if, if you're given the situation how do you improve it or um, get a good result and it takes a lot of creativity sometimes mm -hmm. especially <clears throat> when you run into older homes or things aren't just perfect right um, gotta be creative and that uh creativity comes from Probably, again, experience, just doing it over and over again, knowing ways that work and don't work. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I will say some of those <laughs> moments where they have opportunity to be creative can make the most unique and interesting um, details of a project. I mean, some of my favorite things that we've ever done are because we were we were forced to work with pre-existing conditions that maybe weren't ideal. If I had to design it from scratch, I wouldn't have designed it that way. But because of the limitations imposed mm -hmm. by existing um, structures, you get creative and it ends up being something we really enjoyed later on. So yeah. just it, because it was different. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yeah, I like yeah. it different. For sure. It has to be something that you, I mean, obviously truly enjoy working with your hands or whatever you're doing. But when it comes to like a craftsman, it's like any other skill. I mean, it, um, the one thing that it relates to that I just, it just pops in my head was like music. If you're wanting to learn music or, um, get better at an instrument or anything like that. Um, first what I was taught, cause, um, in school, I went for a little bit in music education. Basically, the big the big premise was um, that you learn the rules of music. That way, you can break them creatively. And I think that plays a lot into you know someone who makes a really good craftsman or a trim trim carpenter. Mm -hmm. Is you know you learn the basics, you keep getting good, better, 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 and you learn the ins and out of your tools, the wood or or the the piece of the materials that you're working with, the pro the project that you're doing. If you do multiple mm -hmm. multiple of them at the at the you know multiple times doing multiple <laughs> multiple of them yeah. but anyhow um then you essentially get creative license mm -hmm. you can you can interweave your own kind of musical ability if you will yeah your, your signatures yeah 
Right. That, and I think you have a good point that a lot of times, um, if you are an expert in your craft, you already see the finished result in your mind. So you know what needs to be done to get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give, and, and you're not so worried about step by step or what tool do I use or, um, what material I use. Like you already know all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have the vision when you see a project, you know what it could become. And that just comes from become, you know, over mm-hmm. and over and over again. Well, you can, it's like your brain can like take the idea, the finished product and kind of like, you see those, um, schematics of buildings yeah. that have been kind of like blown apart and you can see each piece. So when you are a master craftsman, you can picture the final product, but then your brain automatically can pull it apart and picture the pieces that you need to put in mm-hmm. place. Yeah, right. that's your um, too. Yeah. So you kind of picture it in the inverse, I guess. Yeah. Which reminds me of a project we did, which we didn't think all the way through in the inverse. <laughs> okay. Which one? <laughs> I'm just thinking about the, um, well, we did think it through, um, but maybe we missed a few things because it was not something we had done before when we built the concrete uh, uh, fire pit mm. for our patio. Yeah. Um, and we did out of concrete and we built the forms out of styrofoam mm-hmm. and um, didn't properly calculate the weight and how it would push the styrofoam <laughs> around. <laughs> and that was interesting. We we're like, okay, now how do we... How do we do this? It was it was funny. We it ended up working, but it weighed about a thousand pounds by the time we were done. Yeah. It didn't come with us when we moved. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, I don't remember that specifically. I think that was the inside that kind of yeah, the inside of it. Yeah, it kind of bulged out, so you couldn't see it from the outside. So it was fine, but it was one of those things that it was just kind of. We laughed about it. We're like, we didn't really think that one all the way mm-hmm. through. Yeah. Um, but we laughed and we had a good time and that was in the middle of COVID and we were willing to try anything to entertain ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was a nice product in the end. Oh, it. it was great. Mm-hmm. It was fabulous. Yeah. We're going to do it again one day. Only we know how now. <laughs> <laughs> we won't make it exactly. weigh 800 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thomas Edison. It was his, like, he just found out 10,000, or was it Thomas Edison? The light bulb? Yeah. Yeah. 10,000 ways not to do it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, so that's part of becoming a master as well. Like you, yeah, you've found out ways not to do it. Well, just just in that statement alone, you you find out there's a lot of attitude involved with. I mean, someone's character, or you know, the character yeah. in question is uh, how they look at the their outlook at the world. Everything starts from there, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I um, if I one of that would be an area that if I could become a you know master in just magically. I would choose that one because that one is so cool to me, but also something that I feel like is being lost. What are you talking about? Mindset, light bulbs, or fire pits? Mindset, mostly. Yeah, yeah. Um, To be just, boom, just to have that um, skill because that's something that I think is, um, I don't know, just looks like from the the outside looking in, it looks like it's... um, being lost a little bit more yeah. than usual. Well, 90% of the battle is inside your head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that is, um, if you have perseverance or, you know, you have the attitude, well, it didn't work that way. I'll try again a different way. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, that's most of the success right there. It's just having that attitude. That yeah. Mindset. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That coupled with, um, the finished product isn't good enough. Yeah. And wanting to continue to get that better. I think that's a pretty good key. Yeah. I think common traits among any, 
um, specialist or um, master is it doesn't matter how well it turned out. They're usually never happy with it. Mm. There's always something they see that, yeah, <laughs> could redo that part. Yeah. I, I run into that a lot. Yeah. With uh, people of that mindset. And that's why they get so good because they're never happy with, you know, I don't know if that's healthy or, or not, but that's <laughs> usually the, you know, what kind of mm-hmm. goes along yeah. with that. Yeah. I think it is, or it can be with the right attitude you know, the right perspective on it, you know, but that's going to get pretty deep. So yeah, I'm going to pass yeah. over that conversation. <laughs> I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> yeah. Avoid that area. Yeah. This is pure opinion. <laughs> pure so, um, well, if anyone out there matches those qualifications, I mean. <laughs> and you can read a tape measure. That is true. That, that is a skill that has, that has to be there. Yeah. And what would be the smallest increment of measurement that they would need to be able to measure in? A 16th. <clears throat> well, for a trim carpenter, I would say a 32nd, but... 16th, generally. 16th? Yeah. Okay. You can also tell a carpenter by if they'll say uh, 16th heavy or 16th light. Yep. Or 8th mm. heavy, 8th light. We, uh, well, Instead me and my dad use strong and weak. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's another mm-hmm. one, too. <clears throat> Define what those things mean. I think I know, but... So it's like when you pull out a tape and, I mean... You're doing, uh, I would say we were doing crown and uh, or a baseboard or anything like that, something that has a finished product that needs to fit snugly. I mean, it can, I mean, you can do it on anything that you're cutting, really, mm-hmm. um, if you're measuring it mm-hmm. and cutting it. But if you measure it as 12 and 316 strong, that means it's right in between the, the 316 mm-hmm. and the quarter. Okay. It's in between it, so that would be strong. Okay. Uh, the if it was weak, it'd be just below the three sixteenths. Okay. Yeah. See, I would just say and a hair. Yeah, <laughs> and a hair. <laughs> if, yeah. I, if I'm cutting something, yeah. over, you know, I don't. The strong and weak deal is mainly is basically the thirty seconds. Okay, so heavy, light, strong, weak, and yeah. a hair more, hair less. Yeah. If you're ever on a job site and they start calling out thirty seconds, uh, you're in the right place. <laughs> well, they're either new or they're like a machinist or someone that deals in. Like micrometers or yeah, well, uh, because I'm just like, hmm. Do they know how to read a tape measure? Yeah, I like this guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, for most home improvement stuff, that's a little bit too too. Uh, I guess fine of a measurement. It's not necessary. Gotcha. Someone hasn't worked with Eric personally. They... <laughs> well, I mean, it, like if you're building a fine piece of furniture, then yes. But, yeah. Uh, for most things that are going to get painted or uh, yeah inside just, inside a wall it may not matter yeah, yeah definitely it no if you're on a house framing and they start using 30 seconds they'd probably get kicked out yeah <laughs> that just don't happen here yeah <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. now my rule of thumb is 16 that's what i do so mm-hmm. yeah. that's like that's kind of common. the general i mean both in framing or trim work mm-hmm. you know so okay good to know <clears throat> yep so now we've defined it in three <clears throat> different ways 16 yep yeah Absolutely. What is one skill if you, that you become that you would want to become a master in magically instantly? Hmm. Do you have an answer? I was waiting to hear yours, and uh, then I'd build awkward, off of that. Awkward silence here. Um, <laughs> I could instantly become a master. Mm-hmm. 
pretty tough. It is tough. I, don't, I think I'd have to think about that because there's a lot of things. If we're limiting it to the construction industry, it wouldn't be as difficult. Yeah, if it were building things. Um, I've always wanted to learn how to weld. Mm. So if I could instantly like be an expert welder, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, you can make all sorts of things. Uh, you can make me all the light fixtures that are in my head that I've designed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You can make I, I would, everything I would, I've ever thought of. I would choose of. for Eric to be a master welder too. Like yeah. that'd be that'd be cool. Nice. Yeah. So I, I yeah, that's my answer for now. How about you? I don't know. Probably um, comedian. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, I needed that. Uh, <laughs> um, no, probably a. Um, Racer, like a Formula uh, One racer, oh yeah. okay. or a jet fighter. That's cool. Ooh, I would like to learn how to dance. Because <laughs> I can't <laughs> dance at all. It's all in the hips. Karis, it's all in the hips. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know? If your hips are locked up, you just got to go see someone for that, but you'll be fine. I'll go see a chiropractor to see if I can improve my yeah. skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I would say a Formula One racer or something crazy like that. Probably not NASCAR, but... Yeah. Um, Something like or a rally oh, racer. Okay. Oh my gosh. Those guys are <laughs> Yeah. That's a whole other level right there. Yeah, that would be super <laughs> cool. That would be amazing. What about you? A dancer. Oh, that's what you chose? So I chose a welder. A dancer. Like a dancer. I want to be on <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. No, I wouldn't I would be a judge on Dancing with the Stars a judge? Or instantly a master. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I wouldn't have to dance anymore. I could just tell other people how to do it. <laughs> well, everyone comment down below what you would want to be a master in instantly. That's a good question. Yeah. And uh, make sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel, hit the notification button. Share. That way you know every time we upload a video, you are notified. Please share it among your friends and family, and uh, we will talk to you in the next episode. Later, skaters. See you.